The wait is over. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is officially live in Ohio. Now you can legally bet on all your favorite sports anytime and anywhere right here in Ohio with DraftKings. For a limited time, new customers who sign up with code CONTEST will receive $200 in bonus bets instantly. DraftKings has the best features including same-game parlays, player props, and more with fast and easy payouts right at your fingertips. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers can use code CONTEST to get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CONTEST. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER 21 and over and physically present in Ohio. Valid one offer per first-time depositors who have not already redeemed $200 in free bets via pre-launch offer. Minimum $5 deposit and wager. $200 issued as bonus bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. See dkng.co slash oh for terms. Take care of your property with equipment you can count on, like the Kubota BX and L01 Series Compact Tractors, part of our under 100 horsepower tractor lineup, rated number one for reliability, and Z Series mowers and sidekick utility vehicles, where durability meets speed. Visit your local Kubota dealer for a demo today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit GoKubota.com for a dealer near you. This podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopsticksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. Hello, ladies, gentlemen, and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum, and welcome back to Stardom Quest, the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world. I'm as always Alex, and I'm joined by Dylan. Uh, Dylan, you have a tough task today because um, there's nothing really topical going on, so your bit to keep us relevant is going to have to be a good one. Uh, yeah. Um, so Sai Ida and Azumi went to went to Dragon Gate today, so I expect Kota Ibushi to flame the fuck out of them. Um, oh wait, no, wrong way. No, I, I expect I expect Storm to fire the to want to fire them, um, and then them flame the fuck out of like Ben K, uh, because he did something wrong. I guess uh, I don't really know what's going on. I woke up and found out that people were flaming my boy Taichi for cheating on his wife. Um, so, and that was old news. Like just just preface. Uh, so that's my only bit. Um. Saida and Azumi are the two people I want to hang out with most in the world. So I want to go to a <laughs> Dragon Gate show with them, please. I'm begging. <laughs> I've got great taste, though. Dragon Gate is uh, pretty cool. I mean, yeah. I mean, going to a good Dragon Gate show is like a great time. Like, I imagine. Yeah. Obviously, I haven't been to. But like, there is nothing. There are a few things better than like Dragon Gate when everybody is on their game. I haven't. I didn't watch the show this morning. But uh, if if you get to if you go to Japan. Just for the novelty, you got to go to a Dragon Gate show, even though I'm not like, you know, huge Dragon Gate guy. Definitely. Um, yeah, that was kind of a bad bit. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I mean, you know, um, I, I 
I just thought I don't know. I don't okay, know. Well, we, we need we need to stay topical. We need to be hip. Um, we need to talk about what's relevant. You know. Um, let's see. Let's see. At Roe versus Wade. No. 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 <laughs> we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fuck. Oh, Inst- instant cancellation. I think. Yeah. No. Um, that's. Nope. No matter what side you take, because I'm pretty sure we have some like crazy Christian people who listen. Oh, we got so. to. We got to. I am everybody's favorite good Christian boy, but still, you know, pro choice. Come on now. You got to be. Come on. Of course. Of course. Um, all right. Well, I don't think there's any news from the world of stardom. Actually, there is kind of one thing. Um, so, for people who don't know, uh, Kenta Kabashi every year books mm. a show called Fortune Dream. Um, and generally, he will have at least one women's wrestling match. Uh, I know in the past, he's done like Miko Satomura versus Nanai Takahashi. Uh, there was one year where he did Miko versus Kyrie. Um, and this year, <laughs> he has booked Lady C versus Himeka as the Joshi match on his. Based uh, his Kenta Kobashi, man. And he compared it to Giant Baba versus Jumbo Tsuruta. Two of like the biggest stars in recent, you know, men's wrestling history, right? You know, Saruta obviously a big deal, um, and Giant Baba obviously huge deal for for kind of all Japan. Um, and he compared Lady C versus Make It to that, largely because they do similar uh, moves. Now I knew this about Himeka. she directly was given the jumping knee, I think, by was it Baba? No, no, no. She got it. it. I think she got it from... She got it from Akiyama, didn't she? Yeah, she got it from Akiyama. And he got it from Baba. Yeah, she's she's. she even said uh, she wants to bring King's Road to Joshi Wrestling. That was her original goal in wrestling, which is kind of based. Like, I mean, I'm not like the biggest King's Road, you know, like, uh, you know, diehard. But like, that's like, that's such a cool thing for like uh, an idol to see AJW or AJPW and go... I want to do that. And she's like, I don't want to, I don't want to, I want to sing. I want to dance. I want to do that. You know, like the, the death, the death stuff. I want to do that. Um, not, yeah, as cool as, she, not as cool as, not as cool as really, but you know, of course not. Um, Himeka's like intro to wrestling was weird. Cause um, her comedy idol group would like perform on all Japan shows. And that's how yeah. she got into all Japan. And then Akiyama was like, Hey, you're cool. Um, and she was like, hey, thanks. And then once the idol group broke up, she was like, well, I did well be a wrestler. <laughs> so, yeah, and her yeah, second Himeka... or third match was in AJPW. Yeah, like yeah, they brought her match. right over, which is pretty cool. Um, if if they had uh, it was good, not girls off the ground, she would have been involved in that, I assume. But uh, yeah, that, is, that obviously came about a bit later and fell on its face like right away. So. Yeah, but uh, so I I'm not surprised that Jumbo's in it because obviously uh, AJPW ties are very directly to Jumbo in a way. Even though like Kenta Kobashi wasn't like you know they they weren't homies. It was Junakiyama, but still like the I, there's a definite you know connect there. Lady C uh, has just stolen all of Giant Baba's moves, so like <laughs> close enough, I guess. Yeah, I don't um I don't I don't really understand it, but I mean hey. You're gonna get tall people doing the wrestles, and um, maybe that's what the pure fan base wants. So I, I mean, good on Lady Baba, C, or Kabashi, good up, Baba. 
Baba from up above was was speaking through <laughs> Kenta Kobashi. Like, yes. This I mean, is what we you need. never know. Uh, All Japan is pretty weird, so like maybe. That's true. That's true. I'm I'm currently at my cousin's, and there's a very loud dog uh, upstairs. So I apologize if you hear any of that. Um, and also just commotion because you know there's a lot of people who live here. But yeah, um, Lady C in a big time singles match could be pretty fun. Like especially one that's like you know like oh do all of the giant Baba stuff. That's what we're that's what you're here for. Um, I think she could actually excel in that. So um, I, I'm hoping for the best for her, and I think Jumbo will also show out because uh, I imagine she wants to impress Kenta Kobashi as well. Definitely. Um, and that show generally does air, so we will likely be able to see it, which is pretty fun. Mm. So um, we'll have to wait and see there. Um, I don't think there's any other news, so we can just get straight into the review section, if you're okay with that. Yep. All right. So the first show to review, and um, basically the only show for us to properly review, mm. uh, was on May 5th. Uh, this was the Fukuoka Goddess Festival. Uh, this was in the Fukuoka International Center. Stardom did 1,156 fans for this, which is, a uh, again, a good number for what is uh, definitively a B-tier pay-per-view. Um, but as B-tier pay-per-views tend to do, this just completely blew everybody away. So um, I'm starting to yeah. think that maybe they should just only do B-tier pay-per-views, because like, I'm liking these a bit more than most of the bigger pay-per-views. Um, not necessarily, I think, like day one of... Uh, world climax was good uh probably one of the best shows of the year but like this was this had no right to be as great as it was like three of the matches were uh, top top tier so definitely yeah people keep mentioning the the top four uh matches and um i i kind of get it yeah i mean um, i i get it but you know there's there's a, a single wrestler who you know might might have deterred me from making it top four of course. Um, so, in the opener, uh, we had Hina beating Waka Sukiyama in uh, six and a half minutes. So, as you've kind of come to expect from these two, just very solid. Uh, Hina showing out her offense is really good. Uh, I know we've said that a few times, but every time she's on, on the attack, it's, it's quite good. Um, Waka's quest for a win still very interesting. She's playing it really, really well. Um, and generally, yeah, just like for six and a half minutes, they just got in, did their stuff, got out, and it was it was quite good. Uh, yeah, I I thought it was commendable for sure. Um, I I noticed in this match, I was like, Hina took the like like everybody's concern that it's like, oh, she's eight months behind Rena now, and she took that to heart. In fact, she tweeted about it. She's like, I will close this fucking gap, you loser. Um. And I think she's she's really like going hard because I, I always think about it. There are a lot better wrestlers who probably couldn't carry this match as well as Hina did. No disrespect to Waka. Waka is very good at selling, especially, and she she did very well here. Um, but like I was like, th- there have been way better wrestlers than Hina who could not have as good of a match with Waka than she did here. So I mean, like, props to her. Uh, and props to Waka as well. Uh, this is pretty decent. And Hina took the dub with the big ending. Shout out Biggie Langston. Oh yeah, that seems to be her uh, her new finisher. So which is a pretty cool addition to the move set. Um, <laughs> with Waka, um, I have it headcanons that she is going to run slightly faster to the ring in every match <laughs> until she wins. So eventually, like her music is going to play, and she's going to dash man. to the ring, just you know Mario sixty four speed run that shit. 
uh, do some, you know, BLBJs or something like that. No, no, not the BJs, not the BJs, BLJs. Is that BLJ? Okay, sorry, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was a back jump. Is that not backwards long jump? Oh, okay. I thought that was uh, and then there's there. also there's also lobby backwards long jump where you do it from the lobby. Um, it, it, there's there's a few different moderations. Isn't that for, like, the zero, zero star? star? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's also Look like at a, us. Fucking nerds. <laughs> Downstairs back along. I think it's D BLJ. It, there's yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, okay. I love Mario 64. It's pretty chill. Um more of a Mario Odyssey person now myself, but uh you know, I can appreciate the Mario 64. Oh, stuff. I should have I should have done a bit about Smash Summit. That's happening this weekend. Dude, like esports is literally your entire identity here. Like what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Smash Summit. This? Uh, my band, my boy Hungrybox, has too late now. Every week, it's too late. No, 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 no shut it's too up. Too late now. I say it's every week. <laughs> hung, I say it's every month. I say it's every time a major comes up. Hungrybox is gonna take it again. He's gonna go back to number one like he did in 2018. Um, <laughs> I, we actually discovered that Hungrybox is uh, to Smash Bros what Cody Rhodes is to uh, wrestling, where like so many people just despise him to the point where like people are like anti despise it. Like it's it's just like a whole it's a whole mess. Uh, so yeah. Whenever I bring up Hungry Box, imagine it's kind of like Cody Rhodes. Um, Hungry Box is going to take this one. I promise. He's going to take it. He's going to take it. Okay. All right. Uh, back to the stardom show. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next match was Momokogo, Hanan, and Saeeda of Stars beating Ruaka, Rina, and Saki Kashima of Oedo Tai. Hanan pinned Rina uh, to get the win in just under nine minutes. Pretty typical tag match. Uh, not in a bad way, but as, as people who watch almost every stardom match that happens, uh, this is nothing that we haven't seen before and um, definitely didn't break the mold here at all. Yeah, I, I was kind of thinking that it's like, I've seen this exact match on House Show, um, but with the pay-per-view cameras and like the pay-per-view vibe, it made it just like slightly better in every way. So I was like, oh, that was fun to watch more than just like, oh, I've seen this match. Uh, many many times so I, I thought it was a little a little bit like i made it i i noted down that it felt like they put in like seven to ten percent more effort so like you know commendable and also hanan's uh roll through is really really good okay uh the next match was unage sayaka mina shirakawa and tam nakano eating lady c utami Hashishta and azumi of queen's quest uh, Unagi pinned Lady C to get the win in just over 10 minutes. Again, typical tag match. Uh, nothing we haven't seen before, especially from this Cosmic Angels trio who are just unbelievably overexposed to me at this stage. Um, and yeah, I mean, the credit to the Cosmic Angels, they did give it a bit more meaning with the, you know, our victory for Liger stuff and, you know, Mina having her kind of backstory of her seeing Jushin Liger wrestle and that being what made her want to wrestle. So there's a few kind of added bits there. But uh, generally, the you know, it, it just wasn't really a huge tag match. But, you know, I, I do appreciate that the, the Angels kind of went to the added effort of giving it a storyline reason to, to matter. Uh, yeah, I, I actually agree. Um... I thought that Tam's mask looked fucking weird. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I don't know why. Like the the other ones looked fine, but Tam's looked really weird. Um, <laughs> other than that, I thought uh, Mina kind of did good. I, I was like, oh, Ma- Mina can still do good wrestlings occasionally, um, especially with Azumi because Azumi's. Uh, I think I've 
I've kind of come to the conclusion that Azumi, Saya, or Saya Kamatani, and uh, Shuri are all like the top three uh, just pure wrestlers in the company right now, um, this year at least. So I was like, oh, Azumi really brought some good stuff out of Mina. Otherwise, I was like, yeah, you know, it was it was a match. Um, yeah. Unagi's Castle Gate Crasher, or how, whatever it is, you know, breaching the Castle Gate, uh, looked cool. Uh, I think once Unagi stopped winning every single match, I started to appreciate her a bit more. Because um, right now, I think she is probably my favorite Cosmic Angel, which sounds blasphemous, I'm going to be honest. Um, but I think she's she's been doing some decent work out of the you know four of them. So, you know, it was fine. Lady C keeps right. losing, so, you know. Yes. Look, I love it. Um... The next match then on the show was the SWA World Undisputed Championship. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm saying that wrong, but I, it's 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 Probably. a long it's a long name. I think it's the SWA, SWA Undisputed World Women's Championship. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I, think I don't know why it. an undisputed is in there. It was never disputed. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right. Um, I don't know. It's it's got a weird name, but anyway, yes. Um, so this match. Well, it got a lot of praise. Uh, Mayu beat Tekla to, to win the title and officially become the second woman in stardom to achieve the, uh, the Grand Slam. I don't think there's anybody close. I guess maybe Utami, but I can't see her winning the high-speed belt anytime soon. So uh, I think yeah, it might think... be a while before anyone joins Mayu and Io. I think everybody is missing the high-speed belt because uh, like Kyrie got it. Except for high speed and uh, wait, did she get us? You know, like, like there are people who who would have it if it wasn't for the high speed belt. Um, mm-hmm. I think, and it's funny because Hazuki is nowhere close. She hasn't won either of the top, like any championship other than the high speed and goddesses. But like, she's the only one I can see that is like eligible theoretically, like ten years from now to even get it because most people aren't going to. I mean, Azumi, but most people aren't going to get the uh, the high speed belt who would get all the other ones, you know? Yeah, Kid might eventually get there, I think. Let's not talk about that. You know what? Kid could actually beat them all out because she won the future belt. So, yeah. like, she could be the person to hold literally the true, everyone. The true start. Grand Slam, yeah. Let's yeah. not talk about um, that. Okay. Um, so this match got a lot of praise. Um, and it was it was quite the Mayu match, you know? It's, it's kind of the match that we haven't seen from her in a bit where she did all of her shit. And uh, Tekla was able to live up to that pacing. Um, you know, Tekla was good. Um, she she definitely lived up to the occasion and brought what kind of her energy to it. Um, I I'm not like I don't think it was a great match, but it was a very good match. You know, I, I really enjoyed it, but um, it kind of fell short of being fantastic. Um, but you know, it was it was very good, and you know, it was nice to see Mayu do Mayu things and just wrestle her insane match that she hasn't really done in a little bit i mean this was the best i, I don't know if you would agree with the sentiment this was the best blonde hair mayu match or blonde haired mayu geez, uh match that she's had um i haven't liked most of her matches like most of her singles matches uh she blonde for the gp no was she no uh, I, don't I don't so. know. I think no that that okay. started with the tan match. It started with the tan match. Right. I remember that. See, I thought and the tan match was very good. So oh, I, I, I I'm like definitely the, the outlier. I, I I gave that uh, tan match a very high rating because they did a lot of good stuff. I didn't so. like the tan match. I didn't like the Julia match. Uh, and those are the two main singles. I didn't really like the Sherry match all that much. Um, relatively at least. 
So that was the Kyrie tag. Do you like? The oh, no, Kyrie yeah, tag? The, I I love the Kyrie tag. That's, that's the only one that outranks this one. Um, but singles match wise, mm-hmm. you know, blonde Mayu kind of. Uh, I think this is the best one. Actually, uh, Sprite had the same opinion as you did because I watched this with Sprite, and he was like, you know, like it was good, but like you know, it was kind of just, you know, a match that wasn't as like it, it wasn't. It could have been better, I guess. Uh, in terms of like you know Mayu's peak, I guess. But I I really liked it a lot. I have realized that Tekla's uh, heel work is way more charming than like most heel work nowadays. Uh, so I actually appreciate a lot of that sort of stuff. Um, but that did kind of get outdone by, uh, you know, Oedo Tai, which I, I hate to say, um, specifically on this show. Uh, any other day, I think Tekla's heel work outranks everybody in Oedo Tai. But on this show, she kind of got outdid later on. Um and yeah, I felt like Tekla really had a lot of passion and a lot of drive for it. Uh, and Mayu was in her zone. She was doing her Mayu stuff. She hit the tombstones, which is always a tell of, oh, Mayu's like really into it. She's like, you know, she's in her ruthless era type of thing. So uh, I thought it was really, really good. I think Tekla really showed out. I think that Tekla really, truly cared about the belt, which I think that kind of means uh, something to the match emotionally, where it's like, I love Mayu and I love stars. And at the end of the day, uh, spoiler alert, I'm really happy that stars walked away with the belts. Um, like every belt that they possibly could have, um, on this night and every win, they won every match that they were in. Um, but like you just felt for Tekla because she was just like crying in the ring after she lost. And you could tell that she really wanted to be champion and it meant a lot to her. And even in the match, it meant a lot to make this the best match, the best match she possibly can, because this is her last SWA title defense. So I, I have so much respect for her. Um, you could tell it meant a lot to her. It meant a lot to Saki Kashima, who started crying after the match on commentary, because she was proud of Mayu finally getting the, the, uh, the Grand Slam, even though she's like the main proprietor of all of Mayu's pain in the past five years. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I thought it was really good. Uh, I know some people have overrated it, some people have underrated it. I think it was very, very good. I enjoyed it immensely. Um, and it was one of three very, very good matches that the show produced. Definitely. Um, it was It was really, uh, after the match, it was, like, Mayu was so happy. <laughs> um, and I find it very difficult not to just grin like a stupid idiot whenever Mayu is so visibly happy, because everybody cares about Mayu, everybody loves Mayu, you know, we all know kind of, all the stuff that happened to Mayu and how hard she had to work to get here. Um, And she's just so dorky and lovable that when you see her, you know, achieve this big achievement and she's so happy, it's, it just kind of is a feel good moment. Um, There's very few feel good moments that could best this. Um, So it was very nice after the match, kind of just getting to, to, you know, stew in the joy of, of seeing Mayu kind of achieve history. Uh, even though Tekla was was tearing up and that was kind of sad, but you know Mayu's joy was uh, it kind of countered it enough. Yeah, and like Mayu hugging Tekla and just like really like showing a lot of respect to her, I think that also meant a lot. Um, mm-hmm. As a as somebody who just showed up, you know, like five months ago, um, Tekla hasn't really had a lot of like measuring points, I guess, uh, and to see that like Mayu genuinely respected her it felt like felt like a very real moment before the like story moment because like mayu went over and hugged her immediately 
and then like two minutes later they did the whole handshake thing um mm. it felt like a very real moment when mayu hugged her like that was like a genuine like you know a- appreciation for tecla and i think that's really dope because i think tech was really great and i think mayu is just she's the one that you want the respect of in stardom you know even if you know shuri's the the ace right now even if you know Utami's Utami or you know Sai is Sai I think that Mayu will still always be the person that you kind of want respect from on the roster yeah no Mayu is um you know she's always going to be the icon uh very much the heart and soul of stardom even if other people are pushed more at any given time uh there's few that that are important as important as her uh just I mean, kind they, of overall it turned like it's funny because like you know talk about the white belt curse and all that shit um the red belt curse is not living up to mayu (laughs) like that like every single red belt champion has been like damn i beat her but i still can't live up to her huh that's crazy (laughs) um (laughs) so like i I think that that's very telling as well um and we'll talk a little bit more about just what this win means for stars after the fwc match because i think that there's a lot to be said about uh, stars as a group um and their success this on the show definitely um the next match though before we get on to that was uh the god's eye versus ddm elimination tag uh god's eye won in uh just over 26 and a half minutes when mirai last eliminated my sakurai so the uh match came down to mirai and sakurai um i've seen I've, again i've seen a lot of praise for this and i thought it was a good match um I, the thing is, they stayed away from almost all of the biggest pairings. There was no yeah. Julia Suri. There was no Julia Mirai. There was barely any, like, Suri Himeka or, or Mirai Himeka. Like, they had a good match without ever satiating that need for some of the more violent pairings, which I think says a lot about the depth that they had in, in the match. Um and I, you know, I think one of the reasons that I didn't love it is I thought some of the stuff with the flag was a bit too cute. Like a lot of the Konami Julia stuff. Oh, it was funny. Based around the flag, I was like, I was like when Julia tripped over the flag, that was fun. But when they went back and kept using the flag, I was like, all right, this is like, come on, just, just, just wrestle. Um, so I think that held it back a bit for me. And obviously, you know, Mariah and my Sakurai isn't gonna set the rollerblades as your final pairing, even if they did really well uh, and my showed out, but um. Yeah, like it was a good match, quite long, and uh, never really gave me what I was expecting, which was the the f- kind of heating up of this grudge. Because I mean, they sold the God's Eye split as this really big deal. Like Julia was pissed off that Mariah had left, and ever since then they haven't just lived not... up to that. Just and not... I think that's what I wanted from this match, where they would live up to that finally, um, but they didn't still. Uh, but they did they did deliver a good match. I, it just never touched on the things that I wanted it to, um, which is maybe a personal problem, but I guess I assume that the pay-per-view would be where they do give us some of the big con- you know confrontations. I feel like I feel like Star to touch on like the split itself and just like what where it's come. Um, I think Starm has this issue of full full throttle or not enough. It can never really get it right. Like I think that the the Cosmic Angel split, for example, was extremely aggressive when it really shouldn't have been. Especially when Tam tried to like tell the story of it. It's like this doesn't really make sense. Like because she's like, no, I didn't betray Mayu, and it's like you 
you did like that's what you did because it was an incredibly aggressive split and you're like i don't need you anymore you asshole fuck off um i was like okay so that's that's too aggressive for that story in my opinion but then here it's like they all kind of seem like homies but like they just also uh are getting their asses beat by god's eye a lot and like asakura is really upset about it um and sometimes julia is very upset about it but also sometimes none of them are upset about it and like it's just kind of like mm. it's like that's cool i think it's cool that it's different but you could definitely do a bit more to make it a bit more heated if they're going to keep going like this. You know what I mean? I Sakura, I shouldn't be the only one showing emotion. That's that's kind of what I'm trying to get at. Um, and yeah, I thought the match was fine. Like I, I thought I had some really good stuff. Jumbo and uh, and Sore did really good stuff. I was kind of butthurt that um, Natsupoi got eliminated. Like she was one of the only people eliminated like clean. Like Konami simply tapped her out. Um, I mean, Mirai also tapped out my Sakurai, but that's, you know, a non-factor. Um, my Sakurai also did the coolest thing she's ever done in her career. She saved herself by hanging onto the ropes with two feet um, and, like, yeah. dangling. Uh, coolest thing that she's probably ever done. Um, and me and me and the lads agreed. Uh, we all were watching and we were like, yeah, that's that's, that's the coolest thing that uh, Sakurai will ever do, probably. Um, yeah, it was it was good. Um Apparently, like the gimmick of this match was that, like, Julia, if she won, like, she wanted Konami to join DDM. Like, she did anyway, but like, that was kind of like the, the soft stipulation since, like, all of these matches had soft stipulations that nobody really knew about. Um, that was the stipulation of this one where Julia was like, if, if we win, we think we deserve to get Konami when she comes back, if she comes back. Uh, and then Konami said, You're an idiot. Fuck off. I'm in God's eye. Wahaha. So, yeah. Right, I had no idea about that, um, but that yeah, they did. They didn't really advertise that all that much. And then um, with uh, FWC and Momo versus Kid, it kind of like if FWC had lost, it would have like soft destroyed FWC. They wouldn't have been able to challenge for the belt, uh, and without that, they would just never be in a pair. <laughs> so like, this match was like contested over the death of FWC, basically. I see. All right. Well, uh, while we're on that match, uh, this was the Goddess of Stardom Championships. Uh, it was Hazuki and Koguma of FWC beating Momo Watanabe and Starlight Kid. Uh, Hazuki pinned Momo in 22 minutes, just over 22 minutes, with the. Uh, it was the Hazuki Stroll? Yes. Yes. Um, so. Okay. What you did you what? think of this match? Because I'm yeah. quite interested. I'm going to go first. Um, I think that Hazuki is one of the best wrestlers in the world. Um, and I know that you know, I love giving away to tie shit, but I think it paid off in this match. Uh, I think all of their their bullshit that I'm not a fan of, um, was all really well done here. And I was like, okay, this is fair. Um, and I think you know, everybody knows what I'm about to do, so I apologize. But Hazuki's just a god. Um, like, I feel like Kazuki, she didn't carry this match. I think everybody held their own and did a great job here. But I think Kazuki just shined more than, like, anybody in this match. And I was like, this is, like, anybody who asks, like, since Suzuki came back, anybody who asks, like, oh, why is she so great? Um, this is, like, this is it. This is why. This is great selling from her, uh, great offense from her. She was incredibly aggressive. Um, everything she did was great. And I, I loved how they kind of counteracted all of the heel stuff. And I really liked that it felt 
all of the heel stuff felt, felt meaningful because it felt like it was leading to something more than it was just like, oh, we're going to hit you with the chair now because it's chair time. Um, and that's how I feel like a Oedo time matches are a lot. Um, and I felt like here, everything kind of flowed and went together and it meant something. And in the end, uh, and Hizuki got hit with all of the bullshit. Uh, and then <laughs> I loved that kid ran Koguma up to the ring or up to the the stage that's when i kind of knew that hazuki was about to win and i got so excited so i was like oh she's run, she's good and then she did it and it was like like hazuki stroll win and i was like this is i love this i love this a lot um so yeah this is the most praise you'll get about uh black desire and um ugh, terrible name uh that's the best you'll get from me uh this was a really good match probably their best match um one kid i mean and yeah i am happy fwc got the belts again um also, their gear is, uh, I'm in love with both of them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> At least you're very upfront about it. Um, yeah, the gear, the gear is a very good look. Um, and it's, uh, it's a nice team gear as well, because obviously it, it pairs off really well. Um, yeah, I, I thought the match was great. Um, I, it's one of my favorites of the year. Uh, as everybody knows, I, I'm, I'm big into tag team wrestling. Tag wrestling is the best. Um, and this reminded me a lot of the uh, ALK versus Mike and Emeka match from last year, where both teams were just nonstop for almost the entire match. Um, and when you know they did settle down into different pairings, those worked really well. You know, I can't remember who was the main pairing of that ALK tag match. It was probably Julia and and Himeka or something, maybe Micah. Um, but here you had to come down to like Momo and Hazuki, and obviously they had like a, one of the best matches from from day two of World Climax. So them two going at it again was great and a, a really good anchor for the match. Um, Momo I thought was great. Her kicks are are so just loud and so powerful now, uh, and she's just throwing people around with will. It's it's fantastic. Uh, Hazuki definitely more intense than I've seen her in a while. Momo seems to bring the best out of her. Um, and Koguma and Kid played their roles well and kind of keeping the pace up whenever they needed to. So generally, like this was just very high octane, touched on a lot of different stuff. Uh, a lot of cool shit happened without ever dipping over into being too much. Because I think a lot of tag matches, like high-end tag matches, tend to dip into... They do a little bit too much. They go too extra. They do... 10 different oh my god i can't believe they kicked out they do 20 different you know the tag partner breaks up the death move at two and they didn't really do that here they just kind of ramped up the intensity ramped up the excitement and then when it was time to do the finish they did the finish and they didn't feel the need to go and do anything kind of extraordinary um and that's that's always what i will enjoy uh from high-end tag matches when they know when to call it a day and not go full young books where there's like thirty false finishes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and I think that was that was uh, one of the the key kind of reasons why I enjoyed this match. So not only was it the pacing, but also the fact that they never went overboard, uh, which which kind of tends to take me out of some tag matches. Yeah, totally. Um, let, let's I'm gonna go through a couple of things. Uh, one is that Momo is still. To this day, not over the water bell. It's about three, four years ago. Um, she needs to go <laughs> to get some therapy, please, because it was so long ago, and you have betrayed way more people in way more aggressive ways. So please get some help. Um, 
I think the first half of this match with Suzuki's selling and Kokomo's, you know, hope spots and her selling as well, uh, and just their gear and just their vibe, uh, it made me realize that FWC had a lot more to do. Um, and I was like, damn, if Momo and Kid do win, this is going to really suck. Because, like, I just got so into FWC. It felt like they really uh, revitalized themselves in this match. And I was like, they really could, like, wrestle anybody right now, and I would be super into it. Um, well, not anybody. Almost anybody. <laughs> um, as we see with, for, their, for their first defense. Um, we'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, I was just really into it. I thought they did great. And um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, I thought Hazuki's brain buster uh, got me. I remember she hit Momo with the brain buster, and I was getting so excited. And then it it didn't pay off, and I was like freaking out. I was like, "Man, this is it!" And like the 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 lads I was watching this with were all not too fond of Kid. Uh, and Kid is in Momo as like a, a duo in terms of just like their uh, presentation they seem kind of like too much to, to pretty much all of us but this match really like got all of us kind of where we were all kind of like biting we were all like oh my god like we were, we were all getting really excited which is great like it's it's great to have that sort of match where it could get everybody sort of you know hyped up for it uh, so in that way that was probably the best match of the night i probably prefer the main event personally but in terms of a match that like overall i think a lot of people will enjoy uh, this is really really great uh and yeah uh to get to like stars as a faction i think it is incredible that a year ago um in fact a year ago this month it did not break 10 wins as a team in the first six months of the year um and now they hold half of the championships in the company and also <laughs> their uh <laughs> They hold, I mean, maybe you might not want to count Takumi, but uh, they hold all of the championships in Marvelous, since Rin is a <laughs> honorary member of Stars. Uh, they are just on a roll, and it's kind of insane how how well they're doing right now um, in comparison to a year ago and how poorly they were doing. So um, I think that's that's a testament to how good all of them are and uh, all of the key pieces that they've added over the past year. Um Maybe Kid was the was the reason why they were failing. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe. Um, but yeah, I, I'm really proud of them as a group, and it, it feels very nice to see them win. Like you said with Mayu, it feels nice, you know, after the match for Kokomo to you know yell for Mayu to get out there and them just pose and be all happy together. It was it was a really sweet moment. Yeah, no, the stars retribution has been very nice, um, and it. I mean, it's something that Stardom does a lot where. Teams will move into the background, and then when time is the right, they will be moved back to the forefront. But obviously, Stars went through a lot of pain to get here. Um, so it's definitely nice to see their kind of revival uh, with, you know, Hazuki and Koguma back in the fold, and obviously, you know, Ida coming back and, and kind of adding to them, and Hanan being around more and kind of almost being, I don't know what age she is actually, but, you know, she's. I assume she's like almost finished she's, school, so she's around a bit more, and they're trusting her a bit more. She's seventeen, I think. She, yeah, she turned right. eighteen this year. She's a year younger than me. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they're they are starting to trust her a bit more with kind of big spots, because um, obviously she's cause she's going to be around full time pretty soon. So you know, it's all kind of worked to to the advantage of stars, and it's been very nice to see them come back. We also um, say Ida is like the most charismatic wrestler in the company. <laughs> of course, definitely. Um, 
But yeah, with that, we should probably move on to the main event. Um, this was the Wonder of Stardom Championship match. It was Saya Kamatani beating Micah in just under 25 minutes with the Phoenix Splash. Um, so Micah kind of got the big entrance. She was carried to the ring uh, in some kind of ceremonial box. I don't really know what you'd call it. <laughs> um, I think it's like a, a Fukuoka type of thing. All right. Okay. It was, it was kind of like she was the queen. And now yeah. she was being emperor. Oh no, it was, it was an emperor type of thing. All right. Okay. She, remember um, how her she's like, I don't want to be the queen. I don't want to be the princess. I want to be the fucking emperor. And it was like a whole thing uh, that she dropped. Cool. But yeah, that was always her her gimmick. Okay. Uh, she also had new gear. Um, and I don't know if she like forgot parts of it because it's there's not a lot there. Like, it's odd. She she is not wearing a lot. And yeah, I, I don't like. What are you doing? <laughs> like you can wear more. You know. Um, yeah, I don't know. The the new gear, not amazing uh, compared to some of the other new gears we've seen lately. Definitely good. Saya, yeah. Saya kind of outshined her just by walking out with the flag. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. Saya just... Entrance-wise? Yeah. I, I think... No, I just completely outclassed her in the, the, the star power department. You know, Micah got the big entrance and the new gear and all that. And Saya just waltzed out there with a flag and felt so much more important. It is, it is almost not fair to, to Micah because Saya is just yeah. amazing. And Saya is on a different level right now. Um, but I will, and I have this entire you know week, uh, defend Micah till the end of my days because I think that she doesn't, uh, she didn't get enough credit in this match because I think everybody who liked this match was like, oh, this is great. Saya really brought Micah to a great match, and I was like, I think that Micah had way more effect on this match than is given the credit. I think that, uh, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute though. Uh, I think entrance wise, I agree. I think Saya just has a natural, uh, ness to her. And it felt like Michael was trying to do a, a gimmick to make her look more mega when she didn't really need to, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that kind of vibe just doesn't fit Micah. She isn't like holier than thou. I am the queen kind of, that's not her energy at all. That was like a new uh, Tommy entrance, which it, it's very funny because it feels like since the beginning of time, uh, Micah has been looked at as uh, the wannabe Utami. So like her doing Utami-esque entrance very poorly, it's kind of sad while also kind of very funny. Yes. <laughs> um, the match itself was great. Um, Micah's offense was really good throughout the entire match. Uh, she was hitting a lot of good forearms. Uh, the, I still remember the suplex to the apron with how much impact they got on that. She loves that like, move. She does, and she does it really well. Um, and she had so many moves like that that were so impactful and so creative. They kind of countered Saya really well. Um, but I mean, the, the thing with Saya is this this was her match. You know, they wrestled to her set kind of big match formula. She got to debut the the 450 towards the end. Like Saya just keeps adding cool shit to her her move set, and it works, and it's just so well done. Um, it would have been hard for Micah to upstage Saya here, um, but she she tried her best, and I I do give a lot of credit to Micah, uh, for this being great, and um, you know, failed to deliver. Calculator. Saya just does something crazy, and she just has a stupid match, and it's so good. Um. So like it, it, she's just far and away kind of the best right now, um, and I like her big match style way more than Shuri's. I, I will I will be the one to say it. 
I think that when you watch this match, yes, you know Saya is the star, but <clears throat> excuse me, but you could also feel that Micah felt better because she was in the ring with Saya. Um, and I think that's kind of an issue with certain Sherry matches where it feels like Sherry is the best wrestler and the other person is trying to keep up with her. Micah didn't feel like she was trying to keep up with her. It felt like she was because Saya was helping her keep up with her. Uh, and I don't know if that makes any sense to anybody but me, but I just really like Saya's big match style a lot. I think it really elevates the person she's wrestling against. I watched a lot of Micah matches before this because I was making a video about it. Um, check that on my Twitter. Uh, I was making a like a music video about it, and I noticed some of Micah's like tells in her big matches, and this was the best big match he's ever had. Uh, probably the best singles match he's ever had, period. I think that she's just she's really killed it here. She did everything that she possibly could do. She's a very minimalistic style, which doesn't usually lend itself to like the big match vibe that Stardom usually has in their main events. I think it did great here. She pulled out a few new moves, which was fun. Um, yeah, I, I Saya sold the job of her offense as well. I think they just really meshed super well in this environment. I think Micah just excelled in in this uh, in the style that Saya wrestles in in these in this white belt tile matches. And Saya reversed the Michinoku driver into the Star Crusher, Firebird, uh, Firebird Splash. I can't talk today. I apologize. Firebird Splash into the Phoenix Splash, and that was the end. Um, great match. I thought it was really really good. I almost went like top three of the year, but then I was like, ah, that's too much. That's too much. It's maybe like top ten. Mm. Uh, so that's that's where we're at. That was really good though. Yeah, no, it was great. Um, and yeah, this show just like delivered way more than it had any right to. Um, because I mean, I, I remember I was just like, yeah, it's it's a it's whatever. Like it's a B tier show. Don't need to give it any special attention. And then they just they knocked it out of the park. Um, you know, fair play to the the last two matches especially for kind of delivering on the level they did. Um. Yeah, that was that was that show. Very good show. Uh, the only show that's up in full for us to review because Stardom had two more shows uh, last week and only two matches are up from these so far. So oh, yeah, um, uh, after the FWC match, Koguma said, "I also want the high speed belt." So Zumi, that's our, our time matches this weekend. Thank you. Oh. The fuck you part. They're they're cool. They're homies. They're they're. Zumi will do the bear pose. I don't know if Azumi did the bear pose. See that—that's why I'm upset. Like, I—I I, we could know <laughs> if Azumi did the bear pose or not, and we don't. Like, the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, we had other stuff. So, uh, the second show to talk about is was on May seventh. Uh, this is the Golden Week Fight Tour. Uh, this is in the Eddie Onosak Arena, number two. Uh, they did 544 fans here, so pretty solid number. Uh, the opener was Saya Kamatani beating Rina in just over eight minutes. Um, I watched this earlier. Pretty strong Thank match. You, uh, you know, Saya gave Rina a good bit of offense. Um, Rina had some amazing near falls. She did the jackknife uh, flash pin, and I genuinely thought she had beaten Saya. And the crowd did too, because they reacted. Um, so there, there was that near fall. Um, yeah, I mean, like it wasn't like top end Saya match, but Rina was was pretty good in it, and Saya brought the brought the intensity. So. I would definitely say check it out if you have, you know, eight minutes to spare and just want to see a cool match. I, I agree. It was pretty decent. Um, I, I watched it while we were actually recording this, like 
20 minutes ago. Uh, and it was it was fun. I didn't get to hear the reaction, but it was fun. Okay. Uh, the next match then, and the last match that's up, was Tekla and Natsupoi of DDM beating Hanan and Saeeda of Stars. Uh, Natsupoi pinned Hanan in uh, just over 10 and a half minutes. I'm currently so... watching this as we speak. Okay, so everybody might have seen bits from this because Saida and Tekla had a uh, pose off to show off their muscles. Um, Saida was the clear winner because you know she's yeah. got fucking massive, massive muscles. Um, but you know they're very gracious to each other. Saida was like, "No, no, you've got muscles," and Tekla was like, "No, you have the best muscles," and it was very funny. Referees um, both their hands. Yeah, that was great. Uh, and then the match that followed was pretty good. Um, I feel like Tekla and Natsupoi tried to do a lot of cool team offense, and not all of it came off. Um, but I appreciate the effort of of kind of being a team. I think over um, time they'll they'll get there. I think like like I like watching their entrance, like just like their poses together. They looked like a cool team. You know, what I mean, like the the offense isn't all the way there yet, obviously. But I feel like they could grow into something very very well. Um, I think that's a skill of ddm is that like up to this point every single combination of two people in ddm has worked to some degree um no like and i think that is a really great thing to have um unless i'm missing someone uh i am missing my sakurai we don't count her uh but (laughs) otherwise i think that that's a great skill to have for a group is that every single team just kind of works together pretty well uh and i think some teams don't really have that Cosmic Angels, and uh, I I thought (laughs) that was a really bad joke. I'm sorry, Um, (laughs) but no, yeah, I I think that they could really grow into something because I feel like they both have necessarily a similar moveset, but I feel like they could mesh very, very well together uh, if they grow as a team. Yeah, no, they definitely seem to be moving in that direction, um, even if it didn't come off perfectly. And Um, and again, they haven't interacted at all uh, in, in wrestling until this week so it's not even like they have like five man or five on fives to from or anything they just never never been in the ring together period so uh, for their first time ever together uh, you know pretty decent stuff definitely um so (laughs) the finish was quite interesting because ida and tekla are on the outside once again yelling about muscles um (laughs) i have no idea why and that allowed natsupoi to to get a a roll-up pin on hanan like you could just hear Ida off to the side yelling about muscles, and I was like, "What? What is happening?" So that was uh, that was an interesting match, um, and that is the last one that's up. So we're just gonna like run through the results for the rest of the show. Um, so the next match was the Queen's Quest team of Lady C, Hina, Utami, Hayashita, and Azami beating the four members of the Cosmic Angels. Uh, Hina pinned Waka with. Um, they're calling the Frill Shark. I assume that's the version of the big ending. I'm not too sure. The what? Uh, <laughs> frill Shark. I'm. I shit you not. That's gotta like. They gotta have a different name for that, right? I don't know. That's just the the auto translation. So I don't really know. Yeah. Um, the match after that was Konami, Amisore, Mirai, and Siri of God's Eye beating the Uedo Tai team of Momo Anabe, Starlight Kid, Ruaka, and Saki Kashima. Uh, Siri submit Ruaka with the Suzaku. Um, I, I'm pretty sure that's a finisher uh, or a submission. And in the main event, Mai Sakurai, Himeka, Maika, and Julia of Donna Del Mondo 
beat the Stars team of Momokogo, Hazuki, Koguma, and Mayu Uitani when Mai Sakurai pinned Koguma with a flash pin. So, uh, All right, let's not shock. let's not talk about that. Uh, Saeeda and Natsupoi doing the the chop exchange, fucking hilarious. Natsupoi's like, no, no, I'll chop you, I'll chop you back. And Saeeda's like, look at her, look at her, she's trying to fight back, she's trying to fight back. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? And then she just beats her ass. Great, great stuff. Let's not talk about uh, the other stars. We do match. have to. We do have Why? to. So it's my question. Why? <laughs> Why do we have to? <laughs> because uh, there was a title challenge involved. So I pins Kogumo with a roll up and gets a big pop. Uh, like the, There's been a video posted of this, and the crowd, whatever, no cheering rule is involved, uh, they did not care. They responded. Um, big shock. I mean, Stardom doesn't really do this sort of stuff all that often. I mean, my Koguma is not only a tag champion, but somebody who's really highly protected. So for her to take a fall to, to my Sakurai was a big, big upset. Um, and, you know, after the match, Mai said, hey, you know, me and Julia, we want to challenge for the uh, for the tag belts. So that was kind of a good way of setting that match up. Uh, I mean, Koguma loses nothing with this loss, uh, but it's nice to see Stardom sprinkle in some of those upset wins because sometimes these uh, house shows are a bit too predictable. Although, I mean, they're in the Edeon Arena number two. I guess house show is a bit harsh. Uh, they do kind it of treat that week. venue somewhat importantly. Yeah, they usually they usually like to have uh, things happen during Golden Week at least. Yeah, that's true. Man, uh, there are mm, like I. It's, it's cool. No, it's cool. Villain. Okay, it's cool. It's fine. It's cool. Like it's it's, cool. it's okay. The bear no. is not buried or dead or anything. I, I don't it's think fine. she is, Alex. You're you're you know, straw manning me. I know. You're a straw no, I'm not. Me. I just I don't think it's a huge deal. You don't. It's not a huge that. deal. It's not a huge deal. My okay. deal. My deal. Is that uh, Lady C, L- Lady C, and anybody really? Just like any anybody, like any of the rookies, and this would be so dope. I, like I like, and it's just it's my Sakurai. Like, I mean, it's Julia. She's better than Disco Sakurai, Inferno, and it's she's, gonna she's be better than Disco Inferno. Let me give let me give her that. Uh, that is true. She she is better than. Most male wrestlers from WCW in the 90s, but doesn't say a lot for modern day Joshi wrestling or any Joshi wrestling ever. Um, in fact, I I don't know. It's just also Julia is not the tag team partner to carry my Sakurai okay, to a good hold on, challenge. Dylan, you know as well as I do that Koguma and Julia work really well together, and Hazuki and Mai are going to do a lot of big boots, and it's going to be fine. Like it's very, it's it's literally in the midst of seven title matches on one show. It's true. It's, n- it's true. It's they're fine. having they're having their night of champions. Uh, yeah. Uh, honestly, that card looks looks like not a hell card because I think it'll probably be good, but it looks like a fucking just abysmal, just chaos of a of a show. Uh, my Sakurai is challenging for a belt. Death Yamasan is just it's not it's Fukigen Death now. I am. I'm the, I'm caught in 2019. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, <laughs> again, death is challenging for a singles belt. Um, yes, I'm, we're gonna get to explain that later. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, Risa Sarah's gonna show. be there. Like it's like <laughs> this is just fucking chaos. There's uh, a weird show, um, which we'll we'll definitely go into detail on in a bit. Um, so the next show to to run down the results for was on the 8th of May as another Golden Week fight tour. Uh, this was in the Nagoya Congress Center, and they did 731 fans here. 
Bears the draw, brother. They outdid for this random show with one title match. They outdid like Mayu versus Jungle and Momo versus Jungle title matches. Like, and don't bring up Jungle. Don't don't bring up Jungle. (laughs) We don't. We don't. We don't got to do that. (laughs) I just thought it was crazy because I mean they've given like the hometown girl like big title matches here before, and it's never on as well as this show where they just said all right yeah koguma you can challenge us and me bears are cool man stardom is wild um yeah in the opener we had uh hina beating wakasuyama again (laughs) with the gato clutch uh in the match after that oh Oh my god okay so my my apologies i I know i know i know but uh no in this match in this uh tag match Ida just fucking, it looked like she broke Natsupoi's nose with the back elbow. Like, that shit was crazy. She fucking murdered her with that shit. It's a good match. Um, Let's go on. So, the the OG Cosmic Angels trio won the uh, Captain's Fall three-way tag. Do you remember that one? Um, So, they beat Lady C, Sayakamatani, and Utami Hashishta, and the team of Micah, Tekla, and Mai Sakurai. Um... I'm not fully sure how it went, obviously, because I haven't seen it. Um, the only thing I've seen is that at one point, everybody, including her tag team partners, kicked <laughs> Unagi Sayaka uh, at once for some reason. It's amazing. Okay. That, that does sound fantastic. Everybody hates Unagi. Um, it's great. It's great. Yes. Uh, so apparently Tam last eliminated Saya over the top rope. So I guess that was in play and that's how they won. So um, interesting. Anyway, the match after that was Amisore, Mirai, and Suri wrestling to a 15-minute draw with Natsupoi, Himeka, and Julia. Fairly predictable. Uh, the match after that was a 10-woman tag. The stars team of Momokogo, Hazuki, Hanan, Saeida, and Mayu Utani beat the Oedo Tai team of Momo Watanabe, Starlight Kid, Roka, Rina, and Saki Kashima uh, when Saeida pinned Rina with the Brainbuster, which is pretty cool. Um, and I believe it was after this match that Saki Kashima asked for an SWA championship match on behalf of Fukigen Death. Um, Mayu, not fully having lost the plot, was like, well, uh, uh, like, Fukigen Death is Japanese, I'm Japanese, you, she can't challenge. Saki said no. Fukigen Death is an extraterrestrial being and is allowed to challenge. So... Ossie was like, yeah, sure, I, I guess. Um, you, she just uh, it? Like, yeah, is, that, so, is that the lore? Alien. No, she's an alien. She's a so clown. Clown alien. An alien clown. Isn't, isn't that a movie? Like, evil alien clowns from space? I have no idea. Probably. Uh, it makes sense that, you know, uh, Fuki and Death is not a normal human, given in canon. Oh, it's killer clowns from outer space. Okay. Yeah. In canon, uh, death was created because Tam and Mayu fucked up a spell. So it makes sense that she's a, an alien, I guess. Um, but that is our, our next SWA championship match. So you know, everybody was like, oh, Mayu's going to AEW to defend this belt. And Rossi was like, nah, we got aliens. So they yeah. random, like, wrestler, do all of the star wrestlers just have spells that they're, because like Kagetsu's done this once. Getsu just was like, yeah, we're doing a spell on Hazuki. Uh, now she's just a carbon copy of me. It's like, what? Do you, you, that Kigetsu, ha- no, you could okay. do that? I have to explain it. I have to explain it. Kagetsu 
was uh, using the spell as a symbol for turning Hazuki gay. So. <laughs> Kagetsu did not cast a spell on Hazuki. She made Hazuki fall in love with her. And that is why that happened. You know, they did start going to the dentist right after that. So I can... <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> the timeline the checks the out. Yeah, going to the dentist with the homies. Oh Come on, god. man. Amazing. Okay. So um that's uh that's all of that. Um the main event of that show then was Azumi defending the high speed championship against Koguma. Uh, Azumi won with the numero uno in eleven and a half minutes. After the match, Tekla asked for a high speed championship match and that was that was given. So uh we're going to have Tekla, high-speed Tekla, which is, is pretty cool. Um, it's what we've wanted, basically, since since she came here. So, Does she win it? Oh, um, yeah, probably. God fucking damn it, man. Tekla deserves to have a belt at all times. It's, it's Does okay. she? Like, she's great. No, don't get me wrong. Don't, don't make me anti-Tekla. Tekla is incredible. But, like... Please. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Azumi does not need. Is that, please, there has to be more. <laughs> there has to be more than this. Maybe, maybe not. Um. So, after all of those shows, uh, Stardom has announced the kind of the base card for their return to Ota Ward later this month. That is on the twenty eighth of May. It's called Stardom Flashing Champions twenty twenty two. Um, I believe this is their first time running Ota Ward without some kind of gimmick, you know, because usually it was the GP Final or the Cinderella. Um, I would have to check. I think this is their first time running it without a tournament to, to back it. So they've loaded up the card. So the card is as it stands. Mayu Itani defending the SWA Championship against Fukigan Death. Azumi defending the High Speed Championship against Tekla. Uh, Koguma and Hazuki defending the Goddess of Stardom Championships against Julia and Mai Sakurai. Hanan defending the Future of Stardom Championship against Raka. And Mahime Poi defending the Artist of Stardom Championship against Saki Kashima, Starlight Kid, and Momo Anabe. Uh, Sayaka Matani defending the Wonder of Stardom Championship against Mirai. And the main event, presumably, uh, Siri defending the World Championship against Risa Sarah of Prominence. So seven title matches on this show it's, and, it's uh, wild that like utami and tam are just not on the i mean not that they're not on the card they'll probably be in like the early match but like yeah that is wild like a year ago like like that is tommy has been so in the background since the momo feud which is, kind of which ended. is fine but like yeah. that is crazy because like that's what i mean is that's like utami and lady c could have been the my julia match or the that like not that they should have by any means like i don't really care that much like you said it's not that big of a deal but like it's wild that they're you know like that the combination of my sakura and julia is put ahead of this combination of utami and lady c like that's kind of not weird to me but that's just like mind-blowing almost kind of yeah but it definitely opens the door for some uh some interesting stuff there um I don't know what else we could even see on this show because there's so few people available. Like maybe you do, you know, uh, Miyu Amasaki, uh, Utami, Hina, and and Lady C against Cosmic Angels or something. But even then, you have to get like Amisore on the show and uh, 
it's it's gonna be interesting to see how they fill out the rest of the card because there's a few people not on that I don't know how you would get on. Unless like Cosmic like Angels <laughs> takes on the uh Colorist crew and that kind of takes up a match. Yeah. Like that would make sense. That's eight big matches. And Utami's yeah, not on the card still. If you do if you do four on four, then the Cosmic Angels and Colors isn't huge because I mean, you know, I uh Go Sakurai and uh the other girl. Um <laughs> shit, her name is escaping <laughs> me. Um but they're they're mostly, you know, taking pins anyway, so you could get away with it there. Um you know, we'll have to wait and see. That's a strong card for now, anyway. Um but we do have two shows to preview. Uh the first of which is on the thirteenth of May, so it's just two days away. Uh this is New Blood Two from the Tokyo New Pier Hall. So the opening match of the card is Hanan and Hina. How did you forget about Shimizu, bro? Shimizu? Oh, I, I know her. I meant she isn't like a pin taker. It's the other one. Rina Mikora. That's who it was. Have I not? Oh, shit. Yeah, I, I haven't even seen one of her matches this year. Okay, so um, <laughs> cut off somewhere. Uh, I'm not 100% sure where. Uh, we were in the process of talking about Suzu Suzuki versus Ma. I and Dylan was in the the process of telling me that Mai was going to go to a draw, and uh, I was getting to hunt that man down. But um, be the case. Oh, I think I think realistically, she should probably last like three minutes. Like I think this should like I know it won't because my Sakurai is challenging for a belt, but I think that they should should put Suzu Suzuki over big time and just have her like just massacre Sakurai and look like a real threat. Uh beat her in like three minutes you know my soccer i can have like a 30 second stint of like hope and then just get obliterated obliterated sorry yeah no you can you can like beat my pretty easily especially against suzu somebody like suzu you know is a big star i want to put this i want to put this match in my best matches under five minutes uh list uh please mm. okay. i just want to see my soccer i die you know what i mean she will definitely though like suzu's gonna murder her. like that's not that's not even in question. Um, so that's going to be fun. Uh, the main event, then, is quite interesting, honestly. It's Mina Shirakawa, Unagi Sayaka, and Haruka Umasaki versus Hanan... No, not Hanan. Rina, Raka, and Starlight Kid. So, main thing here is between Umasaki and Kid, who have obviously been building to an eventual match. So, does Umasaki pin one of you in OED? That would be really based. I'm going to be honest, that would be pretty awesome. Yeah, um, like that seems to be the way to go. I mean, she's a tag champion. And I think she's fairly well protected. I think just like on average, uh, you know, pink kabuki over young OED. Um, I think that's like not a very far off uh, prediction. Um, Rina without... especially has been losing a yeah. lot. So she's only really beat her sisters like ever in like recent memory. Um, yeah. I think I think probably the Cosmic Angels plus you know Masaki probably wins here, especially since they kind of built it up as like a like will they won't they kind of thing. I imagine they want to kind of get three of them over, not even as a group necessarily, but just as a you know story. Uh, I, I think that probably goes to <laughs> to Cosmic Angels. It's really funny that uh, like the people who realistically aren't like the new blood types are winning the main events of all of these shows i mean obviously it's only the first two but like utami is really not the new blood aesthetic 
and <laughs> like i know that like they're supposed to be but cosmic angels just doesn't feel like the new blood aesthetic either so i think that's kind no. of funny to me that's fair <laughs> yeah uh, but that's that's an interesting show honestly like i i think that could be a very good show um hopefully stardom decides to stream it on youtube again because that was cool last time um <laughs> Yeah, we have another show to preview, um, and we should be done pretty soon, because there's not a lot here. But this is in Cork and Hall on May 15th. Uh, So they're at Cork, and they are basically relying on one match to to draw here, which, I mean, they will probably get to to happen. Um, The opener of the show is Hanan versus Rina versus Roca. So uh, poor Hanan is going to be at the mercy here of uh, Rina Oh, it's going to be a true three-way between the sisters. That would have been, like, interesting. But no, no. Hanan's just going to die. They put Hanan in these death three-ways quite often. Like, I remember her getting her ass beat by both members of, like, Pink Kabuki, like, a couple months ago. And I was like, this isn't fair. Like, why are we why are we here? <laughs> this doesn't make sense. Yeah, she, she finds herself in these situations quite often. So, yeah, I, I expect uh, Rocka, Rocka to win. Yeah, yeah. Rocka might pin Rina. I don't think they'll have her pin Hanan again. Yeah. Um, the match after that is uh, Ami Sore versus Saya Ida. Oh no! Yeah, I don't. I don't wanna. I don't wanna be around for this one. <laughs> okay. It will be um, good. Like it'll be good. I think that Saya Ida will really be what Ami Sore needs. I think she's like the type of wrestler that I think could really put her over. But I don't want to see Saya Ida put Ami Sore over. Uh, man, did you see that they're doing a uh, Sai Ida versus Momo on a show later this month? No, I didn't. That sounds interesting. Yeah, I think it's the twenty I first, mean, maybe. I mean, Ida's gonna die, unfortunately. Oh, uh, definitely. To the weakest Spanner shot of all time, or she's just gonna get like her nose obliterated. Like, there's no in between. Uh, well, no. Momo's gonna kill her. Like, <laughs> there's no doubt yeah. about it. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I. Yeah, Ami's gonna win here. What? I can't. I can't spin it. I don't want to get too deep into it because obviously, like, it's it's an obvious thing that I will bring up over and over again. But like, what is Ida's limit as a wrestler? Because she is she stuck. Um, honestly, I think they're just trying to catch up on all the matches she missed because they know she'll get over and defeat anyway. Yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess that's true. I, I I just you know he just he just go so of course I worry for her. Understand. Um, the match after that then is Siri and Mirai of God's Eye versus Micah and Himeka of Donna Del Mondo. Um, you would think the God's Eye team will win. Hey, didn't this just happen? It was, it was uh, Ami. Siri it was and Ami, Ami last yeah. time? Yeah. So maybe this will go to a draw as well, or maybe they actually push God. No, they're pushing God's Eye. God's Eye are winning. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Shuri over Micah could happen. Shuri over Jumbo can happen. Mirai over either. Yeah, I mean, like, there's... Yeah. Um, The next match is a four-on-four elimination match. It's Mayu Utani, Koguma, Hazuki, and Momokogo versus Saki Kashima, Starlight Kid, Momowatanabe, and Fukigin Death. Uh, So given this as elimination rules, it could really go either way. Uh, You know, a waiter time might pull it out of the bag. Fukigin might eliminate Mayu, something crazy like that. Um, I could see a way to tie winning, um, just to kind of give them a, bit, a, a nice win. Uh, I disagree. Okay. 
Thank you. Alright, um, the match after that is another 4-on-4 four four elimination match. Dylan, you might be blown away at this fresh matchup, okay? I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay it out for you. <laughs> I know you're what going, it is already. Just by the way you're no, saying no, no. this. You're going to love it, okay? It is the team. Julia, Atsupoi, Tekla, and Mai Sakurai, okay? Of Donald Mondo. We all love Donald Mondo. And they take on the all-star team of Wakasuyama, Nagasaka, Mina Shirakawa, and Tam Nakano. Thunder Queen Battle is quaking in its boots at the prospect of this match. <laughs> this is going to be up there as the greatest multi-woman tag match of all time. No doubt about it. Uh, elimination rules apply. Cosmic Angels are going to get the win. Shit's going to go down. Amazing. You know, when you said you'll love it, I immediately thought of Adam Pachidi, and I think you're right. I will love this as much as I love WCPW back in the day. Not at all. Um, this is going to be the most redundant match I have ever seen. Like, man, they... Oh, man. Even the dog's upset about this. <laughs> I, the, the fact that it's elimination does give me some hope that it won't just be another stereotypical Kozen match. But, um, no, but it'll I'm be a, it'll be a sure. different version of the stereotypical cousin match. That's the issue, is that they have like three matches that they could yeah. possibly wrestle as a as a four person unit. Like they just don't True. have any. This will probably be a higher end version of it. Um, it's just not, you know, it's just not. Well, it's a Corkin, so Julia and Tam might just like murder i'm tired of julia and tam just murdering each other i'm gonna be honest like it's good sometimes but like it's it's getting I'm, i haven't I'm tired. done it all that much lately i mean they did it once in that gauntlet and that was it you say okay. you say all that much lately you mean they've done it twice this year already and they haven't had a singles match like that's yeah, a lot we're, we're five months into the year Twice in five months isn't that much. Like, if you're watching WWE, you've seen the same match like 10 times. Well, that's why now. I'm not watching WWE, Alex. Do you understand? Like, that's. Okay, well, point. if you're watching AEW, you'd have seen the same match just 10 times by now as well. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've seen, I've seen the same John Moxley match over and over again, and it was pretty decent. So. That's John Moxley, you know, that's his entire bag. But, um. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, this, this, uh, I guess DDM will win. Um, they're not going to pay off the Waka thing. Well, they might so pay the, it off here at Karkin. You know, her and Mai, the last two, and then... Uh, Mai's Waka challenging, dude. No. What, no, dude, what if what if Waka beats Mai, and then Waka and Tam insert themselves into the tag match? Three-way tag. Boom. Booker of the I... Year. That sounds terrible. Don't get me wrong. Booker of the Year. <laughs> this show will not survive. Oh, no, it won't. <laughs> um so that's uh that's a nice threat to put out there so this is this is a this is a funny just for me um you told craig to get in here really aggressively i'm gonna be honest you were real mad about that <laughs> <laughs> you're so annoying i hate you so much <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's it, folks. Show's over. We're not even previewing the last match. It's, it's done. It's Queen's Quest, man. Come on. General election. All right. So I was about to make a joke this... I cannot make. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, so the, the main event of the show I'm not is... not Filipino. Uh... Oh, okay. Um, so it's the, the Queen's Quest general election five-way battle. So I don't know why it's a general election if it's a match, because generally an election involves voting, but there is no vote in here. 
Um, but this is the five members of Queen's Quest minus Miyu Amasaki, who uh, who beat Waka and decided that's it. She retired, I guess. Um, she went home. She took her ball and she yeah. went home. She was like, listen, I've peaked. I've beaten Waka. Nobody can say that. I'm done. She, um, she took her 10 flower bouquets and she went home. That's actually what happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's the, the five remaining members of Queen's Quest battle ended out to see who will be the new leader. Um, they haven't announced any like specific stipulations, so I assume it's just first person to get a pinfall or submission yeah. wins the, the, the leadership. One fall to um, the finish, as they used to say. Yeah, it, it's kind of wide open, because really, any one of Utami, Saya, or Azami could pin Hina or something like that and, and assume leadership. I assume Azami will get it, um, but Stardom, I don't know. They, they generally do the whole, you know, the faction leader is the one we're pushing the most. Um, so I could definitely see Utami winning and assuming leadership there and, you know, being the main one of, of Queen's Quest, even think, though Azami would fit the role a lot better. I think Azumi wins just because, the, like, there's no reason for them to do this outside of somebody who isn't Saya Utami being leader. No, like, well, not really. I mean, they do it so they can sell tickets for Cork, and <laughs> that's probably the only reason they're bothered. Yeah, but like, I feel like they would have thought to be like, oh yeah, Utami's a leader. Like six months ago, if Utami was supposed to be a leader, or they'd be like, oh, Saya won the wipeout, so she is the leader, and she would just be the lead. Like that's what happened with like every other faction ever, except for B Priestley in uh, Queen's Quest, because she obviously wasn't the leader. But you know, like whoever holds the championship or whoever is, you know, it's just like, oh, I am the leader. Hello. Like, that's just how it kind of works for the most part nowadays. Um, I mean, look at fucking Starlight Kid. Like, she isn't the leader, but effectively, she's won the most matches, so she's the leader until Natsuko gets back. Like, I don't think they would have gone through the... Like, I guess you're right that is to sell tickets, but, like, I feel like they would have crossed this bridge six months ago if it wasn't going to be, like, an Azumi win kind of thing. So I just think Azumi should win forehead. So Alright. Fair enough. Um and, and like I, I went on like on like Reddit and shit. I shouldn't have said that. That's not that makes me sound like a nerd. Um but I went on like Reddit and shit and everybody seems to agree that it's like, yeah, it's kind of Azumi's seat to take, like kinda makes sense for Azumi to be leader. It does, but that just doesn't seem to be how stardom does it, you know? Like Utami would join, you know, Siri, Mayu, Julia. It's kind of leaders of the faction. You know, and obviously now Tam, that, and they're the most pushed people. Now that uh, Azumi was seen colluding with uh, with Saida, I don't know. Maybe this entire thing is thrown into yeah, disarray. Yeah, uh, might be some tampering there going on. Yeah. Um, I think Azumi should still win, though. Okay. Well, I'm I'm leaning towards Utami, but I, I want Azumi to win. But I, I I just I think Utami. Wins. So you you don't um, see any any potential for Saya Kamitani being? I mean, like Saya will and... eventually have her own group, probably. Ah, oh, I don't even want to think about that right now. Like at the rate Stardom <laughs> is upping up new factions, I wouldn't be shocked that they they give Saya her own one. Not like anytime soon, but eventually. Yeah, I I, that, I think that's kind of it. Is that I feel like this point queen's quest is azumi's like i like and i i said this about momo too and so don't hold me to anything but like i feel like at this point azumi three years from now if queen's quest is still alive azumi will be the one there you know what i mean 
Like I can see Utami going anywhere. I can see Saikamatani going anywhere. I feel like Izumi is Queen's Quest kind of thing. Um, but I said the same thing about Momo, and here we are. So you know, yeah, who knows? Yeah, you can never tell with Stardom. Um, but I mean, that's kind of some of the fun of this match. Um, but we'll have to wait and see there, I suppose. Um, and that's that show. Uh, so that's everything covered. Uh, we will be back next week to review New Blood Two and the the Cork and Hall show. Uh, we will preview the show. There's a show in Nagano and another one in Kofu. So we'll preview those. We'll take a look at those. Um, and we mainly will, focusing on the reviews. And we will, of course, have our opportunity to salute our new Holy Emperor. Uh, not Holy Emperor. That's Taichi. Let's not talk about that. Um, we will salute our new uh, queen, head queen, or whatever. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. What are you trying to say? Because like we're Stardom Quest, like we we stole the name from Queen's Quest, so it's like our like our you know the like leader is like our leader, you know. I'm you get do you get do you get what I'm trying to say? Kind of. Um, kind of. I would I would consider us an unaffiliated sub faction, you know, like uh, we're Bullet Club Mexico, where we we have. I our hate own you rules. so much. That is <laughs> the lamest thing you've ever you've ever compared us to. <laughs> we are the WWE yeah. version of Lij. Oh, dude, remember when they it. did that for like a month and then they were just like ah. WWE? You mean Ring of Honor? Oh no, I meant I meant Los Ingo- Ingos. Remember when Andre- Andrade was like like as group with fucking was it Angel? Was it Angel? Um Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, that. Okay. Except we lasted longer than that. I don't know how that happened. Let's just let's move on. Okay. Um uh, well that's the show. Um if you want to hear more from us, uh, we did upload Victory Through Guts there quite recently. Um, the episode was was co- talking about some bad wrestling. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, AJW, yeah, let's talk about Mariah for a second, though. Yeah, like we talked about Mariah um, and AJW, as, as much as people love it, uh, sometimes was quite bad. So if you want to hear about it being bad, uh, we, we did discuss that on Victory Through Guts. But, um, There's also some good otherwise... music there that I definitely didn't steal. Oh, okay. All right. Spicy. I don't know anything about this music. So give it a listen. Um, Check back next week. And uh, Dylan, stay quiet so I can close the show. (laughs) All right. (laughs) If you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Leave today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Joe. Joe. Ooh, we should be the Cheaters Club like Taka and and Taichi. That's what we should do. Should be our new, you know. We can't do that. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's fun to go twice as hard as everyone else this time of year. That's why Dunkin' doesn't stop at just one signature holiday latte. So, they made two. Both handcrafted with rich espresso and topped with whipped cream. The holiday classic Peppermint Mocha features notes of mocha and cooling peppermint. While the toasted white chocolate is complete with creamy white chocolate flavor and cinnamon sugar dustings. They'll help you show the holidays a thing or two. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.